You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You love them, you hate them, and you can't stop talking about them. Announcers, analysts, pundits, they're all fair game. It's sports media mayhem with Alex Reamer. Time to let it rip. And welcome back to the show. As I was saying in the open, Seth Wickersham, pleasure to have you here. How are you, sir? I'm great, man. How are you? It's good to see you. Great. Good to to see you. All these years. Um, Totally. So, uh, yeah, you know, let's jump right into it. You have your book on the Patriots. It's better to be feared. It's now out in paperback. There's a new epilogue about the 2021 season as well. um, And a lot of tidbits about Brady and his return and his very much abbreviated hug with Bill Belichick. So before we get into specifics, let me just ask you, we're now three years removed from the Tom Brady era in Foxborough. Why do the Patriots remain so journalistically interesting to you? Oh, I think that, and they'll continue to be journalistically interesting, I think. Not that I have anything working on them, but I just think that they had a unique greatness and a rare greatness. And I was just fascinated to try to learn everything I possibly could and give readers the closest view possible about the forces that led to that greatness and what the costs of that greatness are. And I think that you see the cost playing out, you know, quite a bit. I mean, like, especially now, I mean, this past year, very atypical year for Brady, Um, you know, no matter what you ever said about whatever, whatever anyone could ever say about Tom Brady, he always appeared to have a plan. And this year it's been atypically, um, emotional, chaotic, um, waffling and, you know, those types of things, um, you know, continue to make these guys interesting for me. Yeah. And that's what struck me most about Brady's shortened retirement. It just seemed to be sloppily handled. I mean, from the fact that they disputed the Schefter report to then retire a couple days later, come back 40 days later. But of course the common denominator is his success on the field. He looked great Sunday night. The Patriots did not look so good Sunday. His success on the field is so routine that it's just kind of easy to take for granted, isn't it? I mean, we we watch him play, and we're like, of course he's going to hit that downfield. Of course he's going to make throws that really a few guys in the history of the league could ever make. But, yeah, it's been a strangely impulsive year for Tom. And um, obviously it began late last year where some of his frustrations – with the way the Bucks were being run, the fact that he didn't think that they were as buttoned up as maybe they should have been entering the playoffs and just the pressures of life. Um, the fact that you know he was in Tampa most of the year, I think a lot of his family was often in New York where his mm. oldest son lives in Miami where his wife spent a lot of time. Yeah. And, you know, word started to get out that this, that he might call it quits a year earlier than planned. Right. And when those reports started to seep out, 
Jeff and Adam did a great job of reporting it. It was this odd pushback where right. two people who are so dialed in were were getting pushback from people close to Tom when in fact those reports were always true and he was always going to retire on that Tuesday I think it was. Mm-hmm. But then of course he retires and a week later he's talking about unretiring. Right. And it must have been weird to be his family at that time to be the reason that he claimed that he was retiring. And then a week later, a month later, he says, my place is on the field. That's a very odd. Um, yeah, it must it must have just been an odd place for them to be in, especially since the frustrations with the Bucks and some of the changes that were made in that building just seemed too coincidental to not be the case, not be related. Right. Do you think Brady has a plan now or is he? Well, he's going to be an ambassador and an announcer for Fox. I mean, he clearly has a lot of business plans out there in terms of his Brady brand and TV 12. It's almost like the forgotten one, right? That, right. you know, it still exists and it's still so near and dear to him. Um, it seems like that when he makes that transition, he's going to have a lot of things to keep him busy. The problem of course, is that, there's only one thing that makes him feel alive like it does. And he continues to do it at a very high level. Um, To get to the Patriots here, but first I want to go to your epilogue. You have a few interesting details about Belichick and Brady in their meeting during, Mm -hmm. uh, after the game last year. Uh, For those who have not picked up the paperback version yet, could you share a little bit of a a juicy nugget, if you will, for the audience, Seth? Well, I think that the one thing that as reporters, we all wanted to know is what was said in those, in that 20 minutes after Belichick went and met with Brady privately um, in the days and weeks after that, you know, both people kept it pretty private, but eventually I think that like words started to seep out. And I think that like, look, I don't think there's always been a like between Brady and Belichick, but there Hmm. is a love. And I think that that's important. I think that when, each of them go into the hall of fame. They'll use that word to describe their affection for one another. And it will be sincere, but that said they had a divorce. And before the Patriots played the bucks last year, we started to see real public affirmation of a lot of things that people like me and others, Tom Curran had reported in the past about, um, especially the displeasure with how Brady was treated the last couple of years in, in new England. And, I think that their relationship is so complicated that they left that meeting feeling like agreeing to keep it civil, you know, Mm. let's, let's stop airing the dirty laundry, especially on the Brady side, but they were in no rush to necessarily get remarried. I just think that like a relationship Mm. as complicated as nuanced and as sustaining as theirs was, that's not going to get fixed in a 20 minute meeting or maybe ever. Right. I love that. They loved each other but didn't necessarily like each other. <laughs> Very interesting. That's true with you. I think maybe a lot of romantic relationships. <laughs> um, and one thing, one tidbit in your book, It's Better to Be Feared, that really struck out to me when I read it last year is that Bill Belichick would tell people that he kind of wished, maybe not kind of, fully wished that Philip, someone like Philip Rivers <laughs> was his quarterback, right? Someone who could get the job done, but didn't have all the extra trappings of Brady and... That, to me, just speaks a lot about how Belichick views superstardom and the quarterback position as a whole. Well, that was early in the dynasty's run, and 
if you remember, you know, Popar, Bill Parcells always said, you know, you'd never want a celebrity quarterback. Their template was Phil Sims, who was the complete opposite of a right. celebrity quarterback, just someone who was unassuming and reliable and this consummate teammate and team player. And Brady, of course, was the consummate teammate and team player, but he had aspirations beyond the football field, even if that's what he always returned to. And his career and his life t- clearly took a a road towards being something more than a football superstar, you know, a, a cultural icon. And yeah, you know, he would sometimes, Belichick would sometimes voice that, you know, out loud in the off season, you would see Brady popping up at various Hollywood events or galas. And he did once mumble that, that, you know, he was a little envious of guys like Philip Rivers and the people who coached him because, you know, people like Philip were just so keyed into football. But, you know, right. I think that time has proven that that's not, <laughs> that was an inaccurate read of Tom, that maybe more than anybody in the history of the game, he was able to balance peak performance on the field with all of those things off the field that could have derailed things, but didn't for him. Yeah, most definitely. And that's, oh, I didn't know the time span that Belichick was saying that earlier in the dynasty, not, not during the second wind of it, if you will. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, excuse my awkwardness, but I'd like to read back to you a passage <laughs> that you wrote sure. in your epilogue because I want I, it leads into my next question sure. about how the NFL tried to move to other teams, stars and belief system, but the expansiveness of Brady, both in terms of an ambassador on and off the field, was singular, failing to extend to his current team. After all, the current iteration of Belichick's Patriots were a promising team on the rise, but one of many promising teams on the rise across the league. Robert Kraft was an owner deserving of a bust in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but he was one of many who deserved that honor and one of many who the voters were in no rush to induct. So the way I read that is that Tom Brady was the difference maker for the Patriots during their dynastic years. Um, I'm wondering if you think that Robert Kraft has come to that conclusion as well. Well, yeah, I don't think he was the difference maker, but obviously like he's just such a special player. And when he walked away, I thought that there was an emotion that was missing that we had just grown used to over the past two plus decades of watching football. And it was that certainty that like there was nobody else that you would want in any situation other than Tom Brady. And when he was gone, even if it was just for that month, I felt like that the league was kind of missing that. And those who missed it clearly extended to his former team. I mean, yes, they found a competent quarterback in Mac Jones, um, but the AFC has changed since Brady left and competence isn't going to be enough to cut it anymore, right. especially with the quarterbacks that the AFC oh, has. It's it's overpopulated with great ones. Matt Ryan might be the ninth best quarterback right. in the AFC. Right. And so Mac Jones is going to have to be better than competent. He's going to have to be special. And it's unclear whether that will be the case. It's unclear whether lightning can strike in a bottle twice. Obviously the Patriots won the lottery with Tom Brady and developed the hell out of him. 
But as we know, those special guys, they don't come around that often. And without him, I think the Patriots, they don't have that kind of extra edge that we had become accustomed to them having for so long. All right, so I give myself about a C in terms of reading comprehension. Now. <laughs> no, <laughs> but um, but do you think that Robert Kraft has come to that realization over the last? Well, I mean, years? I think that Bill thought that Tom's best days were behind him. Yeah, he opened the door for Brady to leave. Brady walked right out of it, and Kraft sided with Bill right. on that decision. You know, he had said for years that Brady was going to retire on his own terms, and. That was a guarantee from the top. And, you know, Brady ended up walking away on his own terms, but it was because the Patriots had going back to August of 2019 and that contract negotiation that didn't go very well. And Brady and Giselle put their house on the market 48 hours after right. a new contract was announced. Um, hmm. You know, he knew that it was it. And there's just been more reporting that's come out since then and penalties for the Miami Dolphins that showed that that was the case. And so, um, how could can you just imagine being Robert Kraft watching Tom Brady win a Super Bowl yeah. with the freaking Tampa Bay with Buccaneers the and then come back to Foxborough as a buck? I just I can't even imagine how sick that made him. 